It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Across the way in France, they passed a new law. Car companies can still advertise their cars and trucks, but they also have to advertise greener methods of travel. Things like cycling, carpooling, walking. They have to mention, hey, we sell Chevy vehicles, but walking's good too, I guess. So they're selling their vehicle and saying it could go up to 150K. But you could also walk. <laughs> but also buy some Adidas <laughs> and go for a walk. Gosh. I mean, the idea is to yeah. get people to consider greener options as well, right? We're dealing with climate change right now. They're trying to kind of cut it off at the advertising level. So they sort of at the end of the ad say, are you sure you want to buy this? We figured this could be an okay move here in Canada. We do a lot of car advertisements here on our station. We got one for Ontario Honda coming up in just a minute or so. Oh, yeah. But we figured if we were going to implement green initiatives in our advertising, here's an idea of what it would look like. You live in Huron County and you need a vehicle that's Huron County strong. A vehicle that will handle dirt roads just as easily as asphalt. A vehicle built farm tough. Ford introduces the new B-150, Ford's first bicycle. It's the bike with the heart of a truck. Forget that tailgate. Ford has strapped a chrome basket to the front of its B-150. The B-150 comes with all the add-ons you've come to love with Ford tough vehicles, including bike nuts, tassels, and heated handlebars for those cold Huron County winters. The Ford B-150. You may not get to work on time, but at least you'll have a cute bike helmet. Yes. Yeah, I want one of these. Yeah, I want the Ford B-150 right now. Give me the Ford bike now. I can't tow anything, but you'll look cute. Tim Hortons does this thing every year where they sell some hockey cards, and typically it's just dudes. It's just guys. No, it's a sausage party in the hockey card section at Tim Hortons. Have but they forgotten that women play hockey too? Apparently women play sports as well. Who would have thought, right? So Tim Hortons this year, they're including a bunch of female athletes, including the women's team that won the International Ice Hockey Federation's championship in 2021 and the team that took silver in Pyeongchang in 2018 as well. So the cards will be available. They started yesterday. You can buy them right now at Timmy's. That's awesome. I wonder if they could take it even a step further. You know how they came out with the Tim Biebs after Justin Bieber. Another man. Another man. Typical. Right? Why can't we have like some Timbits named after a female? Like let's say Canada's first female prime minister, Kim Campbell. Okay. Kimbits. The Kimbits? Kimbits. <laughs> only for Come a on. limited time. She only lasted a few months in office. That is true. And you know what? Other athletes maybe former women's hockey captain Haley Wickenheiser, very notable Canadian athlete. Maybe you bring back the bread bowl at Tim Hortons in a Kaiser roll, the Haley Wickenheiser. Oh, the Haley Wickenheiser. Mm, I'll have two <laughs> Wickenheisers, please. Or maybe something after the captain of Canada's national soccer team, Christine Sinclair. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Christine Eclair. Oh, Timmy's hasn't had the Eclairs in a while. Bring back the Christine yeah. Eclair. Yes. We can go outside of athletes too. Nobel laureate Alice Monroe from Wingham. You introduced the sticky Alice Bunroe. Ooh. Ooh. So Pope Francis made a little speech yesterday from the Vatican and said something about people like you who choose not to have children. It, you, you keep saying people like you. You, you got to watch saying that to people. 
Well, not like you've decided to not have children. Oh, that's what you're talking about. I'm not about. saying it as an insult. Oh, I thought you meant brown people. No. Like people God. like you. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, what did he say? It's, okay, so, so he, childless people? He basically said that there's a trend nowadays of people not having children, but having pets instead. And he basically called this out as being selfish. Do you think that you're not having children because you're selfish? He doesn't have kids. No, but by this statement, he must not have pets either. Are there no pets at the Vatican? I don't know. You would think there'd be cats, right? All that space? A lot of stray cats in Italy or around the Mediterranean. Yeah, you'd think so. Why am I selfish? Just that you would have pets in the place of children. I adopt. I rescued my cats. I know. I, 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 don't, I don't think that was too selfish. I don't know. I guess the, the cats are having a good time. He seems to think that <laughs> the population is declining and that we need to have more children. No, there's a population yeah, crisis. I know. <laughs> There's like 7 billion of us. So anyways, Twitter lit up, you know, calling him out on this, saying like, uh, don't think that's true. Some people are choosing not to have kids because they don't have money, yeah, for one. Poor. Yeah, I, we grew up poor. I don't yeah. want to subject another child to that. Got to fix that problem oh, first. Oh my goodness. You brought up a great question, though. Are there animals in the Vatican? Because uh, there's all that space. Well, they have cardinals. <laughs> they have cardinals. <laughs> oh, shame on you. So this pandemic had many people scrambling at home. What can I do from home and still make some money? And there was this one reality star on that show, 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> that show is terrible. Yeah, her name is Steph Mato. And she made up to $250,000 from selling her farts. She would toot into a jar, put the lid on real quick, what? and sell it to people. And I, I mean, like, she's not hurting anybody. There's a market for it. And I... This is a true story. I have a friend who fell on hard times during the pandemic and sold some feet photos. Feet photos. People will buy photos of your feet. My gosh, I guess there is a market for everything. And again, nobody got hurt. It was all consensual and above board. So like if she can jar up her gas and sell it to people, like she found a market that nobody else found. Good for her. I hope it's at least a reusable jar. It's a nice jar. Yeah, you don't want to hurt the environment. You yeah. don't want to can your toots in plastic. Right. So glass and metal. Nice mason jar. Throw it in the dishwasher and at least you get a jar out of it. Ew. Do you reuse that? Probably. Ugh. So she thought she was having a stroke recently though and went to the doctor and doctor said, I think it's your diet. So she was on this diet to produce the, the fart. She was basically a fart factory on a diet of be <laughs> beans, eggs, and banana protein shakes. Oof. So she thought she was having a stroke. Doctor said, you're having gastro problems. Said, you got to stop this job without a fart jar job now. And uh, apparently she said she made so much money that she's now donating some of the money to charities that help with gastric issues. Well, that's really nice. Well, that's nice of her. Uh, uh, word is she's <laughs> donating to the Federation of Acid Reflux Technology oh. or FART. Right. Or the FJWRO. Fart Jar Worker Recovery Organization. Great. They do such good work. It's like CERB, but for uh, people who fart into jars. Apparently, yeah. she's uh, donated a big chunk to the Association of Self-Selling Gender-Associated Self-Employed, or ASGAS, as you know it. So I was telling you that I've noticed that a lot of people still have their Christmas trees up. And I asked, how do you know this, Peeping Tom? Yeah. Peeping Matt. Does that make you a peeping Tom? No, you have to go right up to people's windows. I would think, because everyone looks into other people's houses. It's so much fun. It's so boring right now that I like to walk up and down the streets and kind of 
see what's going on in other people's houses. Okay, this is getting kind of creepy. Is that creepy? A little bit. Notice that a lot of people still have their trees up. It's technically legal, but still kind of creepy. I want to know what color they painted the walls or how large their TV is. or What they're watching on TV. Yeah, it always just makes me curious, right? Like, ew, they're watching the Montreal Canadiens. This family sucks. And every now and then you're looking over because you can't help but notice people's houses and, and then someone looks back and you're like, oh. <laughs> and you got to own it. You got to wave. You're like, I'm on the sidewalk. You can't touch me legally, buddy. <laughs> but it's true. I'm not the only one that kind of looks. Well, you could be a victim of somebody just like yourself too because we were... Can we talk about this? Well, yeah, my house is very open. You don't have any blinds on any of your windows. I don't like having blinds. It's just another thing to dust. So I okay. don't have any, and I've got a lot of windows. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm worried when I go from the bathroom to my room to grab some underwear, and I just hope no one's walking by. Oh, goodness, dude. Sh- shouldn't announce this. Nothing to see, really. It sounds like you have a need for blinds if you're walking around your house naked. And plus, if the blinds are down, I can't watch the neighbors. This is true. Yeah. How am I supposed to peep with blinds? I'm not a peeping Tom. I'm just a curious onlooker. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. that'll hold up in court. Scientists are trying hard to rebuild coral reefs, particularly the Great Barrier Reef. It's been hit by cyclones, bleaching events over the last five years. But they have these audio recordings of the Great Barrier Reef from 2017. Hold on, hold on. They recorded sound of the water? Yeah, there's lots of little sounds that go on in the water uh, at the reef. And they installed some kind of sound system there. (laughs) A nice big Bose system. Yeah, started cranking the healthy sounds of a reef. You know, things like fish, I guess they whistle and they grunt and dolphins squealing, things like this. Okay. The sounds of the reef. And apparently, the fish were coming back toward the sound. Oh, fish are dumb. They were thinking, oh, sounds like a party there now. <laughs> the, it must be great now. Have you ever done this? Do you, like, hear some sound booming, and then you walk down the street thinking there's something going on that's like, oh, it's just some guy with a crappy car with a subwoofer. <laughs> You're like, oh, they fooled me. Some douche <laughs> with a 98 Civic and a $4,000 subwoofer. <laughs> but we were thinking... You know, after this pandemic is over, maybe tourists have kind of forgotten about us. Maybe we need to put some sound out there to get the tourists back. Yeah, there are special sounds we could do for Huron County towns to remind people to come back, ease them back into coming here. Yeah, like maybe the sound of crying at the beach in Godrich when people realize they have to pay for parking. Remind people of the paid parking. The sounds of beer bottles being smashed reminds tourists Grand Bend is still open. Or the sound of bubbling water will remind people, come back to Bayfield. (laughs) We love you, Bayfield. (laughs) There's a lot of pot smokers there, that's all. That's all. We're not judging. We're not judging Uh, you. Who are we to judge? New Guinness World Record for the largest ball of human hair. Why? I thought we threw hair in the trash. Well, who even thinks of this? Yeah, let's start a... Ball of human hair. Well, it was an Ohio hair salon that came up with this idea. How much hair? 225.13 pounds of hair. That doesn't seem like a lot. Wouldn't that be gross, though? You're sitting there in the salon, and they have this hair ball on display. Some comes out every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) That's disgusting. Is this going to blow around the place? Okay, so they have this big ball of hair. Now what? Well, they named it. It got so big, it deserved a name. It's called Hoss. Wouldn't they go with Harry? 
Wouldn't that be more obvious? Uh, too on the too obvious. Just name it Huss. <laughs> Hoss. Huss, yeah. There you go. Like Matt Hussey. It's pretty much like Hoss. Yeah, and then you just shave its back and you find weird moles, which evidently happened to you recently. Yeah. My wife was uh, trimming the back and found a, a growth that was hiding under the hair. So we'll, we'll call this Ohio Hair Salon. We'll see if we'll change it to Huss. Oh, I should have added to Hoss. There you go. All that hair. Yesterday... Part of Highway 21 was closed for a bit, and I hope there was no one stranded out there on the roads. And if you were stranded and you were hungry, I hope you had an emergency kit. Hope there was a bread truck that was nearby. Yeah. So this happened on (laughs) the I-95 in Virginia. They had to close a section of highway there, and there was a whole bunch of cars stranded there. But there was one couple sitting there in a car. They'd been there for 16 hours already. Some people had been there for 24 hours They had a genius idea. A couple cars ahead of them, they saw a truck that said Schmidt Baking Company. Oh, that's a good truck to see when you're stranded. And and hungry. So they're hungry, and they thought, well, it's a long shot, but let's call the bakery. (laughs) (laughs) They had the number listed on the back of the truck, so they called the bakery. Called the bakery. It was a long shot, but 20 minutes later, the owner of the bakery called them back and said, yeah, by all means, Head on up there to the truck, tell them to, to give you some food and to pass out the food to everybody else who's stranded there as well. One more time. What's the name of the bakery? They deserve some recognition. Schmidt Baking Company. Schmidt Baking Company. I've never heard of them, but uh, they gave everyone some rolls and a loaf of bread, whoever wanted them. Very cool. How cool is that? Could you imagine you're stuck on Highway 21 and you just <laughs> happen to be stuck with like the Sweet Love Eats food truck. Oh, yeah. Or like the Wicked Witches food trucks, like the best food. The Cinnabon truck. Do they have a truck? I don't know. Maybe a truck full of cinnamon buns. They need to get a truck and they need to get stuck on Highway 21. And I'll get stuck behind them. Mm, just follow them around all day long. So it was my birthday yesterday. And just when I thought there wasn't going to be any gifts for me, my wife pulls out a gift for me. She got me something. What did she get you, Matthew? You're wearing it right now. She got me some T-shirts because I've been saying how I don't have any T-shirts. Nothing's fitting right these days, and they're just getting old and ugly, my T-shirts. So I opened up all these T-shirts, and she's like, yeah, aren't they great? They fit great. They're they're perfect for the dad bod, she Ooh. said. And I was like, oh, is is do I have a dad bod? And she's like, well, no, it's just that the shirts were advertised for the dad bod. You know, where you tried to take it back, but you can't take it back. Once you say it, you can't unsay it. Well, and she quickly covered for herself because she said, you know, like the the top's a little tight. So, yeah, I can see those nice guns that you have still. Oh, lies. But the the bottom's a little looser for those few extra pounds below, you know. Could you imagine if you got your wife some shirts and you said, you know, they're great for the mom bod that you, you know, have. the mom bod. You're like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, it wouldn't go over, over the same way. What, what is it? mom bod? Oh, it means I've put on some weight. Is that what mom bod means? Because that's what dad bod means. Is that what you're saying? No, so you're saying I have a mom bod. It devolves very Keep. quickly from there. So this group of people I play Nintendo with, mostly Americans, I mentioned that uh, Trish the Dish and I will go for a walk in the bush sometimes, and they kind of had a laugh. <laughs> they thought I was making an innuendo. They thought I was being dirty, and I wasn't. They don't use the term bush. 
Oh. They were like, yeah, w- sorry, what's what's the bush? Yeah, going like, out to the bush. The bush. I was like, the woods, like the forest, like the conservation area, the woods. Like yeah. they have national parks there. I guess we have those too. What do they call it? The trees? The woods. Yeah, the woods, they, they the forest? Like, yeah, we went for a walk in the woods. All right. So I got made fun of for saying bush. <laughs> we went for a walk in the bush. And then I also mentioned taboozing. Didn't realize not everybody even here knows that. You were like, what's taboozing? What's taboozing? You take a 2-4 out to a snowy hill and you drink and you go tobogganing, taboozing. Well, they wouldn't understand that whole sentence because 2 fouring is a Canadian sentence too. Is 2 four? They oh, don't say 2 four in America? They have no idea what you're talking about. If you said like, yeah, I'm going to go out to the bush there and throw a 2 four in my knapsack, they don't know what that means either. <laughs> they know knapsack. No, they don't. Come that, on. That's a Canadian term. Knapsack? Yes. Yes. It's chilly out there too, so I'm going to wear my toque. Yeah, they wouldn't too know what good. the heck you're talking about. Dairy farmers, you'll want to watch out, especially after this story. This happened at a Trenton. Some thieves broke into a facility on Christmas Day. What? And they stole 40,000 kilos of butter, two truckloads valued at $200,000. It was a butter heist on Christmas Day. But we've been hearing about how dairy prices are going to go up in the new year. It's like gold, really, butter. So this is the time to get into the butter market. Yeah, can you imagine there's like this whole black market? What would the street name be for butter? Give me uh, four pounds of the lard. I need uh, two pounds of spread. You got some of that sweet spread? You got any of the melt? Need some of that toast. Do you have any of the brick? Salted, preferably. Bill said you can get me some of that sweet yellow. If you're an expectant parent and you're maybe far away from a hospital, similar situation might happen in Huron County. You live out in the country. You can't make it to the hospital if you're given birth. Well, even if you're close to the hospital and you think, well, I could just do that myself. There's some things you shouldn't do yourself, like, you know, giving birth to your child. Yeah. So this guy, uh, I guess, had convinced his wife, like, we don't need to go to the hospital There's so many great YouTube videos. We'll just watch a YouTube video. It takes you through the whole birthing process step by step. They made it look pretty easy on the web. So this didn't end well. They lost the baby. So that's the sad part. But like, can you imagine this guy watching YouTube? Like, I hope he had YouTube premium. Oh, could you imagine your wife's in the middle of giving birth and you got to watch an ad for TELUS? I know. (laughs) Trying to press that skip ad. Oh, my God. Hold hold on, honey. It's four more seconds until I can skip the ad. I'm waiting for the skip ad. Wait, hang on. (laughs) Oh, there's two ads. Oh, no. What, the baby's coming? You didn't get YouTube premium? So this is why if you're an expectant parent, always get YouTube premium. Pab's Blue Ribbon. You know, the, the bad beer? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. It's, it's acceptable. It's doable. If that's all that's there, yeah, sure, give me a Pabst. It it's counts. One of those. So in response to dry January, which a lot of people do where they don't drink, somebody got a hold of their Twitter account. They said some inappropriate things. Said, not drinking this January? Try eating fill in the blank. A-S-S. Yeah. Quickly took it down. Oh, when it's on the internet, though, it's on the internet forever. It's impossible. As soon as someone sees something that someone will eventually need to apologize for, someone's taking a screenshot. Oh, yeah. So then Pabst had to do the whole apology thing, saying, oh, these were written in poor judgment by one of our associates and how they're dealing with the associate who did this. Hold on. Dry January? I thought it was dry December. I think there's one for every month, isn't there? And then there's sober October. And then there's, isn't there like a no drink November? Yeah. 
I think there's one for every month. I think there's Sober September. Then there's uh, Stop Slurring Your Words April. Mm-hmm. And there's You're Upsetting the Children June. Right. And then there's I Think You've Had Too Much July. Mm. And then there's No You're Drunk Officer March. So right. there's one for every month. Seems like it. But perhaps dealing with dry January specifically. So let's just say there's someone else handling their Twitter account now. So North Korea are always trying to gaslight the people. <laughs> Stop being so mean to North Korea. Well, it's it's sad to me. Their leaders are the smartest, handsomest, most intelligent people, according to their state media that the government controls. That's right. So they sold the people on the idea that Kim Jong-il, the previous dictator, didn't have a butthole because he's so pure and amazing that <laughs> he doesn't need a butthole. Oh, and, that's such a great made-up thing. And so they need to remember the things that they make up because sometimes the new things that they make up don't add up with the old things. Like the claim now that Kim Jong-il invented the burrito. <laughs> I like that this North Korean leader invented Mexican food. <laughs> uh, he invented the burrito. Yeah, he discovered the wrap and he, he put some cheese and meat in it and there you go, burrito. But that doesn't align with the rumor that he doesn't have a butthole. Yeah, you kind of need the butthole to have the burrito. It's impossible. If you've yeah. had a burrito, you know you need a butthole within minutes. He, no, he created the uh, poop-free burrito. Yes. It's got uh, less fiber in it. That's what we meant. I like to go golfing, and part of what makes golfing fun around here is there's not many things that are trying to kill me on the golf course. Worst that can happen is I miss a couple putts, which happens a lot, unfortunately. Australian guys golfing on Christmas Island, northwest of Australia, up near Indonesia. A lot of crabs there. Is it always Christmas there? I don't know why it's called that, but there's a lot of crabs. I got crabs on Christmas once, so that makes sense. Oh, did you? There's one crab there called a robber crab. It likes to just grab everything, and it's huge. So these guys are out on the sixth hole finishing up their putts. They come back to their bags. A crab had crawled up the entire bag and was grabbing onto three of the clubs with now, its claws. Keep in mind, this <laughs> robber crab or a coconut crab, they're huge. They could probably wrap around a whole basketball. They're big. It's that big. They're big boys. And naturally, like anybody now, when something interesting happens to you, you film it and you put it online. And they have adorable Australian accents. So here's the clip. And that's why we call them a robber crab. Hello, buddy. What are you stealing? What are you stealing? And we have not put this here. This has been, this has climbed up here. Well, we've been putting out. <laughs> He's got a bloody good, good grip on it. Look at that. Yes. He has a really good grip on that. Well, how do you you will not. I don't know. It's your bag. It's your problem. <laughs> and the crab, the crab ends up <laughs> snapping through. I think it's a six iron. Yeah, like it ends up like the claw is so strong it snaps through the club. Incredible. Look at that. Oh. Sometimes I think it's great that, you know, we don't have to worry about as much here. But at the same time, something like this would be kind of funny. One of your buddies has his club snapped in half by a crab. Well, you've been attacked at the, is it the Maitland Golf Club? Well, yeah, my son and I, we like to go to the Maitland Golf Club. And on the eighth and ninth holes, if you've ever been there, there's hundreds of geese. They're pretty vicious. When you don't hit them with a golf ball, they're vicious. Yeah. They're just general douchebags. Oh, they think it's their place. A lot of people theorize that Canadians are so nice because we put our anger in the Canada geese. That's it. They harness it for us. 
Did you watch any of the Winter Classic over the weekend? Yeah, I did see a little bit of it, yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of uh, crowd shots of people freezing <laughs> their nuts off. Oh, they looked so cold. <laughs> it was really cold that day. With the wind chill, it was like minus 20. Apparently, it was so cold there in Minneapolis that they had to heat the ice. Apparently, the ice can get super sensitive when it's really, really cold. It gets, uh, it cracks a lot easier. Yeah. When it's under that cold pressure. Yeah. So they had to actually like warm the ice slightly. You know, it's cold if you have to heat the ice. Yeah. It was that cold in Minneapolis. That was tough. Cool game, though. 6 4 win for the St. Louis Blues. Ryan O'Reilly here on County Boy. He had an assist in that game. Nice. So he was on the board for that game. And you know, there's some jerk out there who went to the game, like just wearing his jeans. No long johns, no wool socks, just mm-hmm. his jeans, his Adidas shoes. I want to look good. And his spring jacket. I might be on camera. Mm-hmm. So cold, though. Yeah, they had to heat the ice. And uh, all the members of the St. Louis Blues, they had to gather together in Ryan O'Reilly's beard for warmth. I know. That's how cold it was. Well, that's why, probably why he has that beard. It was nice. And then he sat on them like a mother hen. It was very oh. sweet. You know, when someone passes away, suddenly you want to know their whole story. And when Betty White passed away on New Year's Eve day, there was a bunch of Ancestral.com links going around saying there was a local connection to Betty White. Maternal grandmother, her name was Margaret Hobbs, and she was born in 1877 in Wingham, Ontario. Betty White's grandma, one of her grandmas, born in Wingham? Yeah, and then the family ended up in Chicago area, and then eventually L.A., but they kept in touch with the Wingham relatives, apparently. So Betty White might have visited Wingham? She may have even been in Wingham at some point. That's kind of cool. Or at least knew of the place. I mean, there's other notable people from the area. Alice Monroe, of course, very Mm -hmm. famous. We have the Alice Monroe Library, a lot of monuments in tribute to Alice Monroe. Why couldn't we do this for Betty White? Why didn't we just call it Whiteham? There's uh, White Church right nearby. Do you think that Betty White went to White Church sometimes and they named it after her? Well, who knows? There's some things in Wingham. Maybe we could pay some tribute to Betty White. Yeah, like instead of the Wingham Ironmen, the Wingham White Men. Instead of West Aerial Power, which serves Wingham, I'm thinking White Power rolls right off the tongue. Please don't write us emails. It's been quite a year. Get to finally... Throw the last pile of dirt onto 2021. (laughs) Bury it in the ground. When did we start saying this? Oh, good riddance to that year. I don't remember saying that as a kid, but it seems like every year lately we're like, oh, finally it's over. You know what I mean? It's been a rough few years. Suffered some trauma, it seems like. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. So anyways, I'm hopeful for 2022. Why? I don't know, because you got to have hope. No, you don't. You got to have hate and despair. Those are the things that keep your heart burning. The things that make you rage. You got to have those. Yeah. Otherwise, why get up in the morning if everything's going to be great? Or at least you hope everything's going to be great. Yeah. No, you got to get out and you got to be the change you want. You got to be angry. You got to be inspired. Yeah. You got to get out in the world and say, I'm going to make the world different. It's going to be different this year. It's not going to be the same. I'm not going to roll over. World, you don't dictate what I do. I decide. I'm going to change things this year. I'm going to be a better version of me. You got to have that fire in your heart. Yeah. You can't just roll over. You got to go into the world like a cannonball. You got to blow things up. This analogy got away from me. How? The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.